Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Wednesday, August 14th. Today we're going to read an entire book, which means we're reading the book of Philemon, because the book is only 25 verses long. So we will read the book of Philemon together. Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, and Timothy, our brother. To Philemon, our dear friend and fellow worker. Also to Aphia, our sister, and Archippus, our fellow soldier. And to the church that meets in your home. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I always thank God as I remember you in my prayers, because I hear about your love for all his holy people and your faith in the Lord Jesus. I pray that your partnership with us in the faith may be effective in deepening your understanding of every good thing we share for the sake of Christ. Your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the Lord's people. Therefore, although in Christ I could be bold and order you to do what you ought to do, yet I prefer to appeal to you on the basis of love. It is as none other than Paul, an old man now, and also a prisoner of Christ Jesus, that I appeal to you for my son Onesimus, who became my son while I was in chains. Formerly he was useless to you, but now he has become useful both to you and to me. I am sending him, who is my very heart, back to you. I would have liked to keep him with me so that I could, he could take your place in helping me with while I am in chains for the gospel. But I did not want to do anything without your consent, so that any favor you do would not seem forced, but would be voluntary. Perhaps the reason he was separated from you for a little while was that you might have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but better than a slave, as a dear brother. He is very dear to me, but even dearer to you both as a fellow man and as a brother in the Lord. So if you consider me a partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If he has done you any wrong or owes you anything, charge it to me. I, Paul, am writing this with my own hand. I will pay it back, not to mention that you owe me your very self. I do wish, brother, that I may have some benefit from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in Christ. Confident of your obedience, I write to you, knowing that you will do even more than I ask. And one thing more, prepare a guest room for me because I hope to be restored to you in answer to your prayers. Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, sends you greetings. And so do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke, my fellow workers. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. So this is a really short book, and it's a uh, a book that's there's a lot of prisoner language and slave language in it, and 
because of that, uh, sometimes it's been probably neglected. I think the idea here, and if we catch the idea, it's really, really uh, amazing that in Paul's day, what Paul is doing is pretty radical. It's it's uh, something that you wouldn't expect, and that is um, that this slave Onesimus, uh, he's writing to the slave's owner, Philemon, um, and the appeal is that Philemon should receive Onesimus back, not as a slave, but as a brother in Christ. And um, this is a, a kind of a radical thing that, that the kingdom of God actually changes relationships of people. And that here Paul has found this person who is a slave. And in that day, slavery was a little bit different in that people would voluntarily at times enter into slavery so that they would have kind of the patronage of someone with money or wealth. Or if they owed money, it was more almost like a debtor's uh, uh, servitude. So you were you were basically paying off a debt by being enslaved to someone. Uh, we could we could say that it's it's different than the kind of slavery uh, where a person is just taken against their will. Um, sometimes, obviously, with the debts, it wasn't something they wanted, but maybe a necessity. But sometimes people would sell themselves into slavery as a way of just making sure their basic needs were met. Because these people were living in a much less um, affluent time than we live in, where most people just tried to exist and survive. And so um, we don't know why Onesimus has become a slave of Philemon. But the appeal here is still the same, and it's still just as powerful, no matter how you envision slavery in this day. And that is that... Onesimus is becoming a brother in Christ has made him uh, Paul you know says he's dear to Paul and he's dear to uh, Philemon and he is pleading with Philemon and believes that Philemon will honor this request and even go above and beyond but he is pleading with Philemon um, to not consider Onesimus a slave anymore but a brother in Christ uh, man, there's so many powerful applications of that truth. Um, I, I think we can look at all the division in our society. We can look at all the ways in which uh, people are kind of pushed to the margins or people are try we, we try to make ourselves feel better by making others seem less than. Uh, we can even do that with religious practice. We can, you know, kind of get gold stars because we've been good boys and girls uh, men and women, and morally maybe, and, and we could say, well, people who haven't really followed the, the moral codes in the, in the Bible, they're less than. And, and here's the deal. Um, the idea here is that when we encounter Christ, all of us, um, we become brothers and sisters. Um, I, I love when the church uh, begins to catch this and we see you know, grandparents who aren't really biological but kind of take children under their wing because they love them and they care for them in Christ. Um, there's this idea that the church is supposed to even, Jesus says, supersede the biological family. That Jesus says, you know, uh, no one who, if you, if you want to follow me, you have to uh, even hate your father and mother and brother and sister. And the idea there is not hate like with an evil intent, but it's this idea that 
that following me has to be more important than even those family ties. And we see here that all of a sudden, uh, Paul is writing this letter to make sure that Philemon knows to consider this man, Onesimus, um, as a brother and not a slave. And that's a pretty radical transformation. Um, and the transformation happens because both uh, Philemon and Onesimus are in Christ. And so now they have become brothers in Christ and Paul. And, and this is the powerful message of the gospel. And so today, uh, maybe there are some people in your life that, that God is tapping you on the shoulder and saying this is... This relationship um, should be one of brother-sister equality. Um, at church, when, when we were at church together, we used to always say things like brother and sister in the church. And we don't anymore. Now brother or sister so-and-so just means someone is old because they kind of lived in that time uh, when that was the, the case. But I think it wouldn't be something bad to get back to realizing that unity ultimately in the church always comes in Christ and that Christ can set us free from whatever stigma we have, whatever kind of background we have that would try to, uh, where we would try to feel lesser about ourselves or think lesser of others, but that we can become uh, brothers and sisters as we realize that all of us have received the same mercy of God. All of us have fallen short of the glory of God, Romans says. All of us approach God on the same footing. We are all uh, beggars in need of mercy. And so today, if you will look at even your co-workers and those you go to school with as those who are created in the image of God and those who uh, can potentially be your brother and sister in Christ, uh, I think it will shape the way that we treat one another in this world that we live in. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.